This is Motif's podcast, Between the Notes, and we are here today with Luna, a local singer-songwriter here in Providence. Our paper print edition of Motif comes out the first week of every month, and we hope that you love it as much as we do. So stay tuned and listen to some more. We just want to thank The Parlor, R1, and Blue Cross Blue Shield for sponsoring us this podcast. We appreciate and love all of your support, and we hope that you guys stay tuned for more. This is Skylar Bats with Motif. And if you guys missed the stream, here is a little sneak peek of Luna performing at the parlor. We hope that you enjoy it, and we hope that you stay tuned for the interview following. Thanks for having me. I'm Luna, and I'll be singing a couple original songs for you. First one is called Liar Liar. Don't call me out, don't tell a lie, don't say things I will deny. Don't say a word, don't say a phrase, don't call out my name in vain. Don't talk back about my personality. Yeah, I've been here for a while. 
That's good, though. You know, it's so funny that you say that guitar was the first, because usually it's the other way around. Usually yeah. piano is, like, the go-to for everybody to start with. Nah, my dad was a guitarist, and I think my mom right. kind of just wanted me to follow in that footstep, you know, path for yeah, a while, yeah. and uh, it was not for me. Like, I was dying and begging to play piano, and when I turned 13, then I, I finally got to do it, because my um, aunt was going to chop up her piano for wood, and so what? it was free. <laughs> we wow. got to take it off of her. Crazy yeah. for wood? Wow, yeah. never heard of that one before. It's the saddest thing I ever heard. <laughs> it really is. We though. saved it though. Good, I'm glad. But now, so which one do you prefer? Do you prefer piano over guitar? Oh my god, a hundred times more. A <laughs> hundred times more. I got no beef, but it's uh, first of all, it's painless. It's a painless experience. Uh, doing guitar, just you know, messes with your fingers in a lot of different ways. And I got double jointed fingers, so it gets all weird. <laughs> and I'm not about that. But I have a lot of respect for guitars. I for sure, though. I mean, guitar, music theory, all that together is it's a lot. It's yeah, for sure. So I'm, you know, saying this that you started guitar because of your dad. Is that why you started music in the first place? Um, definitely not. Um, I mean, I feel like I had that. My mom was also a poet, so I feel like I was surrounded wow. by the arts a lot. Yeah. So I, I feel like. It was never something that I couldn't have, you know, okay. in that sense. Um, but I've always wanted to do uh, music in, like, I do musical theater, so mm-hmm. I love Disney films where people would break out into song. Awesome. Like, always, always registered with me. And that was, like, I was like, I don't know how we can make that a real-life thing, <laughs> but however we do it, we do it. So I feel like that's just kind of the trajectory I followed. So is your, like, your path into musical theater, or is it more into making your own music? Like, what you um, It's a little that? bit of both. I mean, in musical theater, I am making my music. Like, mm-hmm. I like writing scripts. I like writing oh, songs cool. for theater. So it's kind of twofold. Um, but I would say I'm more in the theater theater realm than I am in, like, the singer-songwriter mm-hmm. thing. Very cool. All yeah. right, cool. So uh, what is one thing that you wish that you have done differently in music? Like, different path, different school, even? Um, differently? I don't know. I, I kind of feel like I've learned a lot. I mean, if I had the choice, I would have started with piano. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> nah, I mean, but, like, I am a vocalist first, and so I feel like um, getting into voice lessons would have been a lot more helpful earlier on. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in maybe, like, middle school, early high school, because I didn't start so much later, but uh, I don't know if I would do anything differently. I'm all about, like, learning from from what has already happened. For sure, and for people that don't know, um, she is a Berkeley grad, so congratulations. Yes, thank like, you. That was within, like, the last year. Yeah, right? that virtual graduation, oh, you know? I know, that must have been a Yeah, that was pretty, it was pretty trash. <laughs> yeah, but, know. you know, at least I did it, got that diploma in the mail, and... I know, that's, like, such, like, a big milestone, too, so congratulations Thank on you, that. thank you. Um, so... Can you think of a performance or show of yours or like a virtual, like anything like that, that really stands out to you? That's something that you're like, oh, that was awesome. That was an awesome feeling that I had. Yeah. Um, I made a visual album. My first album was a visual album. That's so so cool. not only was the creative process really cool for that, but the final result and really seeing the full film pretty much mm-hmm. um, from beginning to end was really, really rewarding. And so I feel like a lot of the time I strive to have that kind of feeling in my back pocket you know like having something that I can look back on and just feel really good about um so I would say that that was the biggest one you know because I feel like I've done like little things here and there but that was like a massive project that we got done and was that the last project that just came out no the last project um that was a year ago and then um last October I dropped uh, a wizard rock album which is just 
songs with Harry Potter themes to it. Love it. <laughs> uh, love so I dropped it. it on Halloween to kind of keep going with the Harry Potter theme, and so that was my last my last um, project. So pretty fresh, still still only a couple months old. Which is very exciting. You said that it was out on like every platform too, so people yeah, can listen it's to out it out there, every platform, which all is of them. Super exciting too. Yeah. And when we say all of them, I'm pretty sure you mean all yeah, of them. Yeah, like all of them. <laughs> There's some ones that I don't even know, and oh, I know they're on there. I feel that too. I'm like, I I look at all the platforms nowadays, and I'm like, I don't even know what half of these are right. anymore. Like, yeah, Spotify, YouTube, and like uh, Pandora, Apple Music. A, yeah, yeah. It's all I know. And right. There's Pandora. like 20 more after that. Right. <laughs> So uh, if I ask you who your biggest inspiration is and why, would you be able to answer that one? Ooh. Oh, yeah. That's a hard um, one, I know. I mean, I have a couple, I think, um, but for different reasons. Like, mm-hmm. I really, really love Lady Gaga um, because even though I think a lot of people who don't look into her work, uh, you know, only see her as, like, some singer who wears meat dresses, uh, <laughs> she is, like, a re- like, she's one of the few pop artists who's, like, really doing what she wants to do all the time. You know, like, she's writing the songs with people she wants to write with. She's, all her music videos are, like, curated by her and directed by her. And I really respect that. Um, so I would say she's, like, my top one. But I really love Darren Chris. Okay. He's, like, a really dope singer-songwriter. And he's, like, an actor, too. And he's done Broadway. Like, I like multifaceted people course, for the yeah. most part. I think, you know, that's where I get a lot of inspo from. And their music as well. Yeah, I mean... I, I like when people are multi-talented as well, and I feel like that's such a like unique skill to have, because I mean, people do have it, but yeah. when you're really good at everything that you do, that that's like the key that's to That's really it. dope, like, and, and you kind of don't limit yourself with mm-hmm. what you want to do, you know? If you're like yeah. a musician and you're super into film, like get into film and then see how you can apply that to your musicianship, like that's great. I think that's yeah. awesome. It makes for, you know, more creative, like, work. Being open-minded for that stuff. Absolutely. The best thing. Like, I I hate when people put themselves into one genre. Oh, that. yeah. That's the worst. And then they don't move from that genre. Yeah, you gotta try new things. It, it also, I feel like in that, even in the creation process for something completely different from what you used to, it, it inspires you more. Like, you feel oh, more yeah. creative. You feel like you have more ideas. And that's, yeah. like, the best thing ever. I mean, yeah. Especially when you can get out of that box of where everybody puts you and you're, like... Like, Justin Timberlake does that a lot. Yeah he, yeah. he goes from, like, pop, but then he came out with that, like, country-esque album a little That's while true. Ago, that's so know? true. And I think that's, like, a really different look at him because of who he is. You right. You think of Justin Timberlake as a pop singer. Yeah. Which is kind of what you do as well. You do musical theory, but you also write your own songs. You do this. You do yeah, this. I mean, that's what I try. I, I mean, like... It's not super intentional. I just like you know, <laughs> if I'm interested in something, I'll go all the way with it. Good. I mean, that's the way to do it, though. That's yeah. The way to like get your career going and like. like yeah, you meet it. a ton of different people who teach you along yeah. the way, and it's great. Like I don't know, I love that process of finding something new and and just getting into it. I think that's why I wrote like this wizard rock like <laughs> album. I was like. I, I finished the Harry Potter series, and I got inspired, and I was going to write something that was semi-vague, but kind of yeah. fell into that. And I was like, no, nah, there's people out there writing songs it. like this. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get in this. I'm going to learn from them. Yeah. You know? You know, that, that's that's good that you're not afraid to do that, though. I know so many people that are afraid to do new things. Don't be so. afraid. Just go. <laughs> Just go. Main thing from this interview, do not be afraid. <laughs> Honestly. What helps you to be creative? New art. New art. Going to performances, right. watching new music videos from artists that I've never heard of. Um, I love musicals, so I'll try to watch um, both new school and old school theater, sometimes mm-hmm. ballet, sometimes plays. Like, 
I think watching, you know, like if I love Lady Gaga, she can drop a new album and I can feel inspired by that. But if mm-hmm. I find someone completely different that I've never heard of and I fall into like a, a YouTube hole, for example, of their work, <laughs> like I find that very inspiring. Yeah, for sure. I, I do the same thing on Spotify. Yeah. I That's that's my hole. I, yeah. I'm not a YouTube goer, but I am a Spotify goer. And I, you know, those uh, like... You'll also like this artist. If yeah, you, yeah. I love those because it shows you so many different people. Yeah. It might not be exactly the same genre, but it is, like, something that's just as good. You yeah, know? that's real. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, even, like, I'm sure you know, like, with your Berkeley friends as well, they're creating other things. So watching what they're creating and really sitting in what your, yes. your classmates, your peers, your friend, your roommate is also creating... I find that really inspiring because you can watch their process, you can see their work and their results, and you're like, that's dope. Yeah, I also love learning other people's processes. Yeah, you absolutely. Know, like, you know, like, oh, they do that. Oh, that's a really cool thing. Oh, they do that before they go on stage. That's even cooler. Yeah, yeah. Thing. And I find it really unique how people can do that. And yeah. Find your own, like, niches kind of thing. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, so do you, do you make your music for people or do you make it for you? Um, I mean, in a, in a sense, I had a teacher once tell me, and it was the greatest thing I ever heard, you never make music just for yourself, otherwise you wouldn't leave your room. That is and, Or post it anywhere. <laughs> and it's true. I mean, I never look for validation from the audience. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone kind of does, but not like, I'm not intentionally creating for that experience. I will always write what I feel and, and put it, you know, for whoever needs it. Um, so in that sense sort of for myself but it's always you know somebody I'm always expecting somebody to to you know if there's 50 people in a room and one person got something out of it then that's check off my list for you yeah I I am a very like a storyteller songwriter yeah I feel that you know and that's what I really go to so sometimes you know you hear those songs and it's about like a party that somebody went to and it's not really like a true aspect of the song but you're like, that's how they wanted to write it. Right. So I always wonder, do they write that for themselves or are they writing that to sell? That's true. I mean, some some artists, like, I mean, that's why I always get really curious like that. And I'll go, that's why I go on a YouTube poll because I will yeah. find interviews and I will try and yeah. find that answer because, you know, sometimes it is like that. Sometimes I want to make something catchy that people could box to. Um, I had a roommate who is like, she's super into pop music and she's always looking for, you know, what's trending and yeah. she'll stay true to her authentic self in her lyricism, in her, you know, vocal styles and stuff, but she'll always look for what's, what's on and popping, because it's about that, like, community, like, maybe she's, like, a club person, you know what I mean? That's who she wants to cater to. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Yeah. So, do you cater towards musical theater people, or do you cater towards something else? Nah, I mean, I don't, (laughs) I, I don't even know who my target audience is, like, a lot of the time, because I feel like the first album I wrote was, like, one way and the second album was another and like the second album is like all about harry potter so like that was definitely not for everybody <laughs> um you know but I, I definitely i'm just like whatever like check it out and if it if you, you vibe like with it, it you vibe yeah, yeah. Course, so definitely yeah. not trying to cater to anyone but just whoever finds it finds it yeah so where can people listen to your new stuff, get uh, new things that are going on with you, can see what your new things are doing? Um, Instagram is where I'm putting everything right now. Yeah. Um, Instagram at the OG Luna. Um, <laughs> so I put everything there and I put a lot of videos on YouTube as well. Awesome. Um, I'm pretty on top of that. So that's uh, youtube.com slash Luna official. Those are my two main platforms. Main pl- platforms, yeah. I mean, 
I hate social media. Really? I feel it. I mean, because they have all those algorithms going on and everything. You're trying to beat them. You're... You just, you don't. You never be that. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I try my best since quarantine started because at the very start of quarantine, I was on social media all the time, like looking for something to do. And, you know, that constant scrolling and doom scrolling about COVID is like, Mm -hmm. it's very addictive. And so when I started stepping back and like really just assessing the world around me, I started to care less. And I also started going back on social media and just caring less about what I saw. Yeah. You know, and like the algorithm and this and that, I'm like, you know what? The five people who see this and want to see it are the five people who I know will come to the show. Yeah. And I'll take five people over nobody, you know? Yeah, I, I totally understand that. And it's like, for, for myself included, it is so hard to like get that good content that you're like, oh, yeah. this is awesome. You, just, you can post like the randomest things, you never know what's gonna. Yeah, I mean, that's why I try not to take it too serious because. <laughs> You know, if one day the guy from who who made Instagram is like, I don't want to do this no more, and shuts all of them down, we don't have Instagram anymore. So like, you know, what's gonna stick? You know, yeah, in here, in the heart, in the heart, it all goes to the heart. Right. Don't be afraid. That is again, like, yeah, it ain't no thing. Like people were talking about MySpace forever, and your MySpace friends and profiles and things, and that's like not even now. That's a joke. Now we laugh about it, right? It's the same thing with Facebook too, which I kind of feel like. That's a hard platform. Facebook is hard. I mean, Facebook is, I'm not gonna lie, it's for the older people. It, it is, but at the same time, it's not. Because, you like, think? you can, well, because it depends on what you're trying to get at, you know? That's true, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Like, I, I try, I'm, I'm in this part, and I don't know, maybe this will change in a couple months when things open back up. I, tr- I really try not to take it that serious. Like, yeah. I go, and I'm like, I'll promote my stuff, but I can't. It's, it's gonna take it to heart. Yeah, it's really can. not. Yeah, because like the things like this, like us having a conversation, is what's gonna make us invested in each other's music. Be like, oh, oh yo, Skylar dropped something. Like Skylar, okay, that interview, okay, conversations. Like it's hardly ever the people you know on Instagram, and it's always 100%. about the people that you you meet the or communicate with for real. Yeah, stuff, yeah. I I don't think people look at it at that aspect sometimes. And no, mean, but those people, I mean, you gotta wonder, like, are they getting, like, they can have a thousand likes right now, but, like, when the gig no. is starting, who's at the gig, you know? Yeah, 100%. And so, like, going back to the beginning of this interview, you were saying how, like, your dad is an inspiration kind of to you, no? I mean, oh, it was an influence, yeah. <laughs> influence. So, do you continue to like ask him for his advice and things no no No. not at all um so my parents are separated they were never together like when i was born um so i got to experience his kind of way of life as a musician and he was very much like the sex drugs rock and roll kind of guy (laughs) um and that life is not for me because i'm very much like uh i feel like he does it and he loves it but he doesn't take it as serious, you know? Okay. Like, I'm like, this is my career. This is all we got. Like, we're just pushing on this. Yeah. So I feel like he learns more from me than I do from him. All right. In that sense. That's for sure. Cool, though. Yeah, I mean, usually it's the other way around. So yeah, no, cool absolutely not. <laughs> Definitely not. Is your mom a big, uh, like, inspiration to you? Um, I would say to an extent. I feel like, I mean, she's not a musician or anything, but she has never 
made me feel like this wasn't something I couldn't do, yeah. you know, because she had her day job, but she was also, like, making money off of being a poet, like, that's awesome. and that's, like, something you don't hear, you know, she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I do have, like, a career as a poet, she wouldn't, like, quit her nine to five, you know, but it is something that I feel is very important, because she, she raised me among our other artists and never made me feel like I couldn't just go and do music for real. Yeah. I mean, that's always a good thing, too, though, because you always hear those people that are like, oh, you can't do this. So. Oh, yeah, no, there's support. always more people. Those people, usually, like, they got something in, on the inside. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, it's a lot of projecting. I had teachers tell me, like, don't do it. And I'm like, but why? Because you don't want me to? Mm-hmm. Like, failure is a part of life, so fail and then get back up and do it again and like you said don't be afraid afraid. yeah no fear i mean this whole thing anything really any anything you want to start a small business you want to like make a new song no fear you just gotta go just gotta do it you know so well i appreciate you coming out today yeah and having this interview thanks for having me this is great yeah well hopefully we can have you some point again yeah i'll be here and this is really dope i feel like honored to be the first one i know i'm I'm super excited about it but thank you to everybody who came and listened to the stream yeah so hang tight guys Thank you all for coming along on this awesome journey with us for our first music podcast, Between the Notes. We would like to thank our sponsors, R1, go for all your go-karting needs. We would also like to thank Blue Cross Blue Shield and thank all of those workers who are working real hard for COVID right now. And Studio 121, your local music production and music label in Providence. Thank you all so much for sponsoring us, and we hope you enjoy today's podcast of Between the Notes. One last thank you to The Parlor for letting us use their space. Check them out for any food or music needs.